Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Daf Yomi. We are now beginning the third parak of Masachat Nidarim at the very end of Daf Chaf Amud Bet. And this parak, Arba'an Nidarim, speaks about, at least for the first few Mishnayot, about four different kinds of Nidarim that are ipso facto meaningless, uh, and we'll see what they are. Arba'an Nidarim Hitiru Chachamim. That phrasing will lead to some dispute in the Gemara. Nidrez Ruzin, which we will call right now incentive nidarim. Nidarim that are used in order to push somebody to, uh, to, to do something. And we'll see what that is. It's generally dealt with in the area of, uh, commerce. Vinidre Havai, exaggeration nidarim. Uh, Nidresh Gagot, mistaken nidarim. Nidre Onsin, nidarim that have to do with coercion. Now, the latter three will be dealt with in later Mishtayot, so we're not going to even attend to them right now. But we'll deal with Nidre Zuzin. Nidre Zuzin Ketzad, what's an example of them? Hayam Ocher Chefetz, this guy was selling something. And he said, took a neder, that he wouldn't sell it for less than a sela, which is four shkalim. And the other fellow said, I took a neder, that he would not pay more than a shekel. Um, the rule is, They can meet halfway, and pay uh, three dinarim, which is uh, half of the way between uh, between the shekel and the sala. The idea is that we the the, the netter is disregarded, and uh, they can compromise. Now the Gemara immediately addresses this. You told us in the name of Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya. That's the grandson of Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. Man Who is the author of that Mishnah? Rabbi Yehuda he. It's Rabbi Yehuda who spoke in the name of his Rabbi Rabbi Tarfon. We had this a couple of days ago. Remember the case where two guys are standing there, and they see a fellow walk by, and they see, one guy says, I'll be a Nazir if he's a Nazir, and the other guy says, I'll be a Nazir if he's not a Nazir. It doesn't matter what the guy is. Either way, neither of them are Nazirim, according to Rabbi Tarfon, because he said Nazirut demands hafla'a, ishki afli, and therefore it demands an a clear, unequivocal, and unconditional statement. That's Rabbi Yehuda. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda Nesia said, he's the author of Arba, of Arba Nadarim, because he said, Zruzin is sort of a muddled mess. However, Rav Amar, Afilu Temer Rabbanan, doesn't have to be a Tarfon, it could even be those who oppose Rabbi Tarfon. We don't say Shnehen Ratsu, meaning the two of them changed their minds and decided that Shlosh Adinim was okay. Shnehen Ratsing Tani. The Mishnah says they both want to sell, meaning we see from their behavior and we know from the Nidre Shruzin that they never really meant to block off anything less than a sell or anything more than a shekel as a price, but rather that's the way of, uh, of selling. Uh, you know, whenever the market, the price is not absolutely fixed, such as in a shuk, so the seller um, makes these extravagant uh, statements that he'll never sell it for less than this, and it's worth this, and uh, the grand vizier wore it, and whatever he says, and the buyer says, oh, I could get something better, cheaper somewhere else, and you know, they say what they say, and then in the end, they meet some meet in the middle and they compromise. So now we have So let's say instead of saying, I refuse to sell this for less than a seller, and the other guy says, I refuse to buy this for more than a shekel. Instead, he says, um, uh, one penny more than a sella, and no more than that. And he gives an exact amount. The other guy says, one penny less, or whatever the amount is, less than a shekel. He gives an exact amount. Is that a regular neder, in which the amount is really fixed, and now he really can't sell it for less than that? Or is it just zruzin like our case? 
Amale, so Ravashi answered back, Tanina, we have a bright that says as follows, If one guy was bugging the other guy to eat with him, they said, I'm taking a netter in your house that, about your house that I won't enter. I'm taking a netter that I won't even have a drop of cold water of yours. The reality, the guy is allowed to go in his house and the guy is allowed to drink a drop of cold water. What he really clearly intended to do was to say, I don't want the meal. In other words, what do we see from there? Amai hatipatzonin kamar. He said a drop of water. The answer is that's how people talk. And just like we understand that nedarim follow the general understanding, we follow the way that people talk and what they intend. Similarly, uh, as far as defining that when the guy said, "I'm not going to have a drop," he didn't mean a drop. He just meant, "I'm not going to take you up on your offer for the meal." It's the same thing when a person says, I'm not going to take more than a penny over, I won't sell it for anything less than a shekel and a penny. That's how people talk, that's part of the uh, part of the way of the shuk. Now that's what Ravashi answered Ravina. Amarleis, Ravina answered back, Midami, the two cases aren't alike. In the case of the fellow who's bugging him to eat, and the guy says, I won't even have a drop of cold water. You've got to remember that his host, that's the way, is that you, you invite him to do something small, but he still wants to do something big. So, in other words, when you said, I won't have a drop of water, it's because you know that if you say, well, I'll have a drop of water, the guy's going to bring you a whole meal, and you don't want the whole meal. So you're saying it corresponding to what you know this guy's interest is. But in our case, we really have a suffix, what he meant. Maybe he meant, when he said a penny more, he just meant more than a shekel, more than a seller, or less than a shekel. Um, maybe he meant it exactly. And the answer is Tiboi. Tiboi, remember, in Nizarim is a way of saying teku, the way it's said in the rest of Shas. In other words, we really don't know when a guy does a Nidre Zuzin, but he uses exact numbers, whether he means it with his actitude or not. So now we see, these four Nidorim we have, Nidre Zuzi, Nidre Havai, Nidre Shkogu, Nidre Onsin, So Rav Asi, according to Rav Yehuda, said that if you took a Nidre like that, you have to go to a Chacham to get it released. Kamrita come to Shmuel, then Rav Yehuda says, when I went and told Shmuel what Rav Asi had said, Amar, Tana Tani, Arba Nidorim, Hitiru Chachamim. Our Mishnah says that the Chachamim permitted such Nidarim. In other words, that they're nothing. And you think that we need to go to a Chacham to get them released? Now, Rav Yosef, he had a different version of this whole transmission. He had a whole different take on it. Rav Asi didn't say, if you take one of these four Nidarim, you have to go get Sheila Chacham. What he meant was that a chacham is not allowed to permit, to release you from any netter, except if it's similar to one of these things. In other words, where the netter wasn't really a netter at all. It was, we'll see what the other three are, but nidre, um, nidre zeruzin means, uh, the person was talking in the colloquial style. Now what's his reason? Kasavra in potchin b'charata. That, uh, we'll see a machloket about this later on in the Masechet. Whether or not you can use regret about taking the ned there. For one reason or another, we'll see several examples in a moment, as a, uh, as a vehicle for releasing somebody. You, and, and we'll see those examples of Potchin and Bacharot in a minute. 
So evidently, according to this Rav Yosef's version, Rav Asi did not accept Potchen of Charata, and therefore he said the only kind of Nidorim you can be lifted from are Nidorim that are inherently bad Nidorim, and once the guy explains that I didn't really mean it, then we accept it, similar to what we saw at the end of the last parak. Now, here's a couple of stories. Ravhuna, a guy came to Ravhuna. Amar and with to be matir neder. Amar Do you still feel the same way? Amar No, I don't. Vesharia, he permitted it. We'll see support for that in a minute. Hauda to the coming to Rabbi Baravuna. Somebody came to Ravuna's son, Rabbi Baravuna. Amar leilu hayu asar b'neadim shifaisu chabotasha. If when you were upset at that guy and took the neder, there were ten people there who would talk on his behalf and try to mollify you. Mina darta, would you still have taken the neder? Amar leilu. He said no. And that's another form of regret. In other words, saying, yeah, given the circumstances, I took the netter, but I wish the circumstances were different. Now, Tanya, Bihuda Omer, Omrim lo ladam. Now Rabbi Yehuda gives what Rav Huna did in practice. We now see Rabbi Yehuda, the Tana, said it as a rule. Omrim lo ladam, lev ze'alecha. You say to a person, do you still feel the same way? Imamar la matirinotov. He says, no, then ramatir. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shumaviv. So he quoted the Rabbi Yossi ben Chalafta. As saying, uh, and they, you say to somebody, if there had been ten people there at that moment who would, um, who would have appeased you, Mina Darta, would you have taken the nether? If he says no, then we are matir the nether. Just exactly like we saw through Ravuna. Now, several cases. Our same Raviasi. Amarle kadu tahit. Do you still feel the same way? Amarle lo v'sharia. He said no, and he was matirim. So evidently, according to this Ravasi, he does accept charata. Hahuda ato the kamei Rabbalazar. Amarle bait nedur. Rabbi Rabbalazar said, do you, "Would you really? Did you really want to take that neder?" Amarle ilu lo meragzin lilo ba'in klum. He said, "If they had not provoked me, I wouldn't have wanted anything." In other words, I only did it because I was provoked. I didn't really want to take the neder. I lost my. I lost control. So he said, therefore, it should be as you wish, meaning the way that you wish is that the nether is released as per your as per your request, as it were. Um, as a woman, she took a nether against her daughter, meaning her daughter couldn't get benefit from her. So she came before Biochanan, she wanted to be released. Amarla said, Ilu Ave Yadat, if you had known that that people are saying, you must have seen something about your daughter. If it not been for the fact that the mother had seen if she had, if the mother had not seen un- inappropriate things about the daughter, she would not have been madir here. In other words, had you known, mother, that uh, by your taking this ned there, everybody would think, oh, you must know some shameful secret about your daughter, and that's why you did it. Would you have taken such a neder? She said, no. Again, another example of charata. Barbarte de Rabiyane Sava's um, Grandson through his daughter's daughter's son, Ata came Rabbi Yanisaba. He came to his grandfather for a neder. If you had known that in heaven they're opening up your ledger and checking out your be- your deeds, mina darta would you have taken a neder? In other words, when you take a neder, they check in shemaim to see uh, what kind of guy you are. If you had known that you would, uh, should we say, raise your profile. In heaven's eyes uh, and heavenly courts, so much would you have taken that? Marlelo, Visharye. 
Rabbi my cross. Rabbi Abba says we have a pasuk for that. After Nadarim, there is an inquiry. There's an inquiry. There we go. the patach Even though Rabbi used that as a petach, we don't do that. That's not our practice. And the rule is therefore that we do not poteach with that sort of harata. That had you known that in heaven they were going to check up on you that way, would you have taken the netter? Uh, Tov, we're going to stop at this point because we've done uh, a little bit more than a daf, but also there is really no good stopping place until we get to um, until we get to the next Mishnah, which is one daf from now on Chavkim Aleph, and therefore that's what we will do in the next podcast.